0: Welcome to Empowering Ladies Hour. We are here every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is led by Pastor Carolyn Johnson. This is Self-Care University manifesting a better you, and we are here to serve you. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Mondays with Empowering Ladies Hour, Wednesdays with a spoken word, and Friday with Free Flow Fill Up Friday. We partner with ministries such as Woman to Woman Ministries, led by Pastor Bernia Williams, as well as Transforming Impact Ministries, led by Pastor Dr. Willie Scott, Jr. Woman to Woman Ministries provides independent living skills to young adults, assists in the ability to make positive decisions, helps with getting through own negative consequences, as well as developing acceptable problem solving skills and helping the youth to become a positive working adult in the community. If you would like to support, Go ahead and cash app Bernia W. That's B-E-R-N-I-A-W. We also bring to you our Wilding Out with Christ Wednesdays every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. In addition to that, we have our Sunday church with Transforming Impact Ministries at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be sure to check out our pastor Willie Scott Jr.'s masks. He customizes them for only $15. They are made beautifully and with quality. We also partner with Rise Up With Taliyah as she brings to you many self-development tools from a free online webinar called Discovering Within, a self-help workbook guide called My Purpose Playbook, a six-week online course called Lifeline Laws and Wisdom, as well as her two-week online course called Get Out of Your Own Way. Also, be sure to check out her brand new shirt, Our Rep the Big Key. It's $45 and it's ready to be ordered now. Be sure to order our Self-Care University shirts so you can join in on our Friday photos. Now maybe you're looking to get involved. Do you need a prayer? Go ahead and drop your prayer request below in the chat and we'll be sure to cover you. Maybe you would like to donate. Go ahead and cash at Self Care University, whatever you feel led to give. You can join by finding us on Facebook at Self Care Manifesting A Better You. And you can also be sure to check out our podcast, which the link is below in the chat. Now, welcome our pastor, Carolyn Johnson.
1: Good morning. Announcements for Self-Care University manifesting a better you. New things will be coming forth and put into place starting the month of October. T-shirt day is Fridays. Please wear your T-shirt as we are working on a video. Also, everyone, please to remember when you come in, have your cameras on. Continue to keep Lady Bernier-Williams in prayer and our own Pastor Carolyn in prayer. These have been your announcements. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Good morning, everybody. Um, That's on point. I like that, yes. That music, you know, it's how gets you hyped in the morning today. <laughs> and so does Ricky Dillard. So uh, today we starting our week off right that this will be the best day, the best day of my life. And that is what I am declaring. That is what I am decreeing that today, this week, the rest of this month shall be and will be. The best day of our lives, despite what's going on, despite what it looked like, despite how it feel, when you get up and you declare that today will be the best day of your life, it puts that in the atmosphere, and the and the, the Lord above all lords will take it, and He will tell His angels, "Go on out there," and everything that could have gotten in the way, everything that could have blocked it, He moves them out of the way simply because we got up and we declare that today was going to be the best day of our lives. I heard Steve Harvey once say, let you know before we even get out the bed and say, you know what, today I don't feel good. Today is just not going to be a good day. So he tells those imps, go on up there and put everything in their way. Put the roadblocks up in them. To say something to somebody that's going to tick them off and that's going to piss them off and that's going to get in their way. And, that's, and when they, when that blessing was getting ready to come their way, he sends those imps up and he makes them block them. But when you can declare before you'll feet, hit that floor, before you get up out that bed, you turn around and you say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, today is the best day of my life. Then he said, you know what, let me open up the windows of heaven and pour them out some blessings because we are declaring and decreeing that today will be the best day of our lives. So I come declaring and decreeing over everybody that's here right now that we are declaring and decreeing that debts are being paid off, bills are being, look, debts are being demolished, bills are being paid off. We are receiving watches. We're finding checks in the mail, gifts and surprises. We are declaring and decreeing that as we step forth, that they were men and women and boys and girls will see us to be daughters of Zion. That, they will call, that our gifts will come forth and shine even before we could even open up our mouth. That would say, hey, how can I bless you? And then get this, accept the blessing. Because God does send the blessings. Remember, I used to say God sends miracles every day. We just have to train our eyes to see them. And a lot of times because we've been so hurt and so damaged that when a blessing comes our way, we block it. And the reason why we block it is because, and I'm dealing with this in my class right now about healing memories, because it's those memories that continue to hold us backwards. And so these are the tricks of memory that he brings it forth. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fit enough to be able to stand amongst the crowd. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I can't go hang out with them because they're so pretty. When he made us unique, he made us uniquely to be his and because of that, can't nobody do you but you. Can't nobody be you but you. Hello, somebody. I don't care how many times we put all put these braids in our hair. We all put these wigs on our heads. We all stick that weave in our hair. Can't nobody wear it like we can wear. So guess what? Do you. Be you. Be who you are. Be uniquely made. We're going to walk through this fear. We're going to walk through the disappointment. We're going to walk through that low self-esteem. Listen, I suffered low self-esteem for over 30 years. And now my son says she got she got too much esteem. Call it what you want, baby. Fat face, thin face, slender face. Look, I'm still me. I am still fabulous. When I turned 40, I rolled it down. I am fabulous. I am Fears. I am ferocious. You got to hear me. I am fantastic. I declared and decreed those things over my life. So a lot of people, they would turn around, and I know I'm often jumping this morning, but listen, this is what we have to do. There were some changes taking place in SCU, baby, and we will no longer walk around being just dorm, in that dormancy, in that sad spot of being sad. We're not doing that. Oh, it's still an open floor because I want everybody to come out and pour. I want everybody to join in and get that junk, get that mess up out of you, because this is what we are doing. We are no longer being Isso stuck in that place of I, what I can't do. And this is something, again, I bless God for Steve Harvey. I promise you all I do because it's in that morning time that he take the first 30 minutes and he just begin to speak affirmations into everybody's life. And his thing was take that word I can't out of your vocabulary because each time you say what you can't do again, the enemy sends those imps up there. And just when you get ready to open up that door of opportunity, your mind goes in and say, but you You can't do that. You're not smart enough. You don't carry that status that they need you to carry. You don't look the part. And you're looking like, but I'm dressed up. So now we're dealing with that outer appearance. But I got my makeup on right. I got my hair right. Nothing is out of place. But then because you spoke into the atmosphere, what you couldn't do, then you don't even turn the knob. And your hand is literally on the doorknob. And you never turn the knob. So that opportunity passes you up. Let me be transparent for a minute the Lord placed in my heart some years ago, and I believe I used to tell Angie this, I know I used to tell Desiree, I want to be able to, you know, be a blessing to the community. I want to be able to, especially here in Michigan, I want to go to Dollar Tree and, you know, just buy up a bunch of mittens and hats and gloves. And I wanted, you know, be able to put it in freezer bags because I want to just bless random people. But here's the deal. Because I operated in this, and how I'm saying this, I have to be transparent. Because I was walking in a spirit of fear, I never did it. I didn't have anybody encouraging me. I have to be honest because I'm trying to help somebody. I never did it. So one day I was sitting and I was scrolling through Facebook as you know we all do, and I saw my cousin. She's been out here before, my cousin Tina, and she lives in Houston. And so I did, and so I said, wow. And it started as a thought. And she began to have the same thing I said, the Lord gave me to do. I'm trying to help somebody. The same thing the Lord gave me to that idea he gave me to do, she did it. And what happened is she had a little assembly line going in her house and she had some of the kids right there helping her put all the mittens and all the socks and all this stuff in these freezer bags to pass out to just random people. And I had to get out of self and tell her, I'm so proud of you. I never admitted that that was my idea. Because trust me, as much as the Lord would give us an idea, he'll give it to somebody else. And they're going to sometimes do it better than what you do. So be a big girl and say, congratulations. So as I'm looking, as I'm looking at I mean, she was going and she was going and she was doing it so much until people started giving to her. Until her living room was becoming just overcrowded with stuff that she was giving away, get this, freely. And then I said, you know what? So I shut it down. And I didn't move anymore. It wasn't until I was in West Monroe, Louisiana, the Lord popped that idea right back into me again. And I guess the Lord must have said, I'm going to see what you're going to do with it this time. Now, for those that really truly know me, y'all know I love purses. I have tons and tons of purses. Tons and <laughs> tons of purses. <laughs> so, what I did was not just me, but Desiree. I used to work for the prosecutor's office in West Monroe. When Monroe, I'm sorry. And what, and I would, because I would go, I would, I did jail. And so when I did the jail, I would have to go over, walk over to the jail. And everybody know me. Y'all know my personality. I speak with everybody. I laugh with everybody. I joke with everybody. And so I was talking to one of the officers. And so we were talking and she just began to tell me about how she blessed women that was living under the bridge and homeless women and stuff like that. When I tell you the Lord will give opportunity, he makes it so easy for us. We just ignore the signs. And so when she began to tell me that, it dropped right back in my spirit. I'm giving you another opportunity to see what you're going to do with it. I said, you know what? Give me about two weeks. I got you. So I went home and I began to gather my purses. It was a struggle at first because I wanted to hold on to it. Because when I tell y'all I have purses, I have some purses so I began. So anyway, I have, yeah, I, I have to be honest. I'm trying to bless somebody. I'm trying to help somebody because it's not always about what we're going to get in return. But how are you going to be a blessing? There was one of our pastors, Pastor Boy. He preached his ser- a, a series. He always preached a series of sermons. And he said, when you be in a blessing, stop going in the back of your closet. pulling out that old junk. If you're not going to wear, what would make you think they would want to wear? Why not give somebody your best? So that made it easy for me to get these purses. And I had Desiree bring my two totes in a box, <laughs> little purses. And we began to go through the purse. I said, I'm not using this purse no more. I'm not using that purse no more. And let me tell you. So then what it did was it encouraged her to say, well, I got this bag. I got that bag. But the majority of them was like carolyn you're not using these purses they're here you can't wear all of them at the same time and so then we begin i I went and again i use freezer bags because it keeps everything neat it keeps it in you know and it's just it's neat to me when you're doing something don't give people sloppy seconds give them the very best so we we had these freezer bags let me tell you all we were able, and I'm not just saying me because, again, Desiree helped as well. So between gathering, I love Bath and Body Works, y'all. When I tell y'all, ooh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what I did was I took the purses, I set them to the side, and me and Desiree just began to fill these freezer bags. And I mean, I had stuff, pedicure stuff. Some stuff I did go out and buy. Um, some stuff I did go out and buy, but get this, it wasn't a whole lot. Cause let me tell y'all, Dollar Tree is a blessing. I don't know about y'all, Dollar Tree is a flat-out sheer blessing when you want to get the right stuff. So what I did is I went and I got this stuff, and I um, and we began to fill the bags. Desiree, had, look, she got just as much bath and Body Works as I have. So we took that, we took you know, cleanest because we got to remember these women are homeless. So we were able to take body washes and you know, and the little um. And the little, you know, clean washes and all that stuff like that. And we put them in bags and we fill these purses. When we were done, we we blessed about 15 to 20 women with these bags. Somebody's not muted. Y'all catch that for me because um, I'm giving some feedback. We were able to, thank you. We were able to bless about 15 to 20 women. So I guess the Lord said, you passed that test. Now let's go a little bit further. So Desiree's going to school and you found out what Desiree had for me. Desiree is going to school and, and for, you know, in early childhood education. So some of her friends have already graduated and they're already teaching. Now I was going through my stuff and I say, why I got all this paper? Y'all, let me tell y'all, a hoarder is a hoarder. I don't care how you may be fine, what's a hoarder and what's not. If you keep the stuff and you didn't had it for over five years, you're hoarding. <laughs> Especially if it's stuff you're not using. I was going through these boxes. Again, I come, when I moved, before I moved, before I moved, I had, before I moved, I had, um, Okay. Um, Before I moved, I had um, I had a three-bedroom house, overly furnished. When I tell y'all, I miss my house. I miss my house. So as we were going through these boxes, and I'm I'm still on when we miss opportunities, when God blesses, but then when He gives it back to us, He'll see what we're doing with it. um, What we're doing with it. Y'all hear my phone going off? Cause these are messages coming through that I'm seeing right here. Um, so let me apologize for that because I can't turn this phone off. I don't want to turn the ringer off. But anyway, because it's kind of a distraction. But um, anyway, I was going through these boxes. You all would not believe. You all would not believe that. I got to turn this off because it's really distracting me from what I'm trying to get out because I'm trying to be a blessing. I had paper, loose leaf paper from when my girls were in middle school in elementary, I said, what the, (laughs) I mean, when I tell y'all I had a lot, I mean, packs of paper, not just paper paper, I had packs of paper, and so (laughs) I'm sitting there and I'm looking like, where, how do we keep all this junk? I mean, I had paper, I had pencils, I had pens, I had gloves, you name it, because I had three girls in school at the same time. So Desiree, Con, one of her friends was talking, and because they're in Louisiana, the, the, her friend was teaching in a rural area, and all of the children did not have. So Desiree said, Mama, she was just talking to me and telling me about what was going on. So the young lady's mother, it's something I would do, helped her daughter to get her supply closet Together in making an abundance of things. So, because the children needed stuff, all of them were not, the parents were not blessed enough to be able to get them everything that they needed. So, the young lady and her mom, they deplenished, they wiped out her closet. So, when Desiree brought it to me and brought it to my attention, I said, Okay, hold on. We can do this. The Lord said, Here's your opportunity again. I'm back to my freezer bags because I don't want no child. So the young lady was like, well, they can share it. So I said, well, Desiree, tell her we have, we can help her. And how does she want us to send it? So she said, it doesn't matter. I say, well, I tell you what, thank you. Um, I said, I tell you what, let's do it this way. We gonna go get the freezer bags because I don't want them sharing anything. I want everybody to have their own. So you got to get into the mindset of that little child. And when you get into the mindset of, well, why I got to share my stuff? I, well, I can't have my own. <clears throat> so here I go again, right back to Dollar Tree. I bought some, well, first of all, let me go back because I, I it's, look, I'm picky. And they say, you're a little bit bougie. Call it what you want. But I didn't want them to have notebooks, broke crown of crayons that just made a wax and it wasn't going to color on that paper right. So I went with me and Desiree. Here we go again. We went right back to Walmart. We bought cray- crayons because you can get a box of 24 count or 48 count if you, oh get nice. and you sell the right way and you can and 50 cent 25 cent for crayons so we went and we bought up enough i mean we bought then i went to dollar tree and bought the scissors because i'm like wait a minute i'm not paying a dollar for a pair of scissors or 50 cent for a pair of scissors when i can go to dollar tree and get four pair of scissors for a dollar you gotta learn how to use common sense so i went i got all of that stuff and we were able to Without even thinking about it. The Bible tells us that the Lord loves a cheerful giver. So we sat there, baby, in my living room <laughs> it was my rope, was just scattered with everywhere. And me and Desiree, we had our own little team going on and it was with this bad guy, with that bad guy, they had everything that would have gotten them through. They had the paper, they had the folders, they had the spiral tablets, they had pencils, they had pens, they had markers, they had crayons, you name I mean, even erasers, you name it, they had it because we had an abundance of this stuff. I'm trying to help somebody. We put all the stuff together and in two boxes, I went to FedEx and I shipped it. Get this. I didn't worry about the cost. My thing was I wanted to bless those babies. So when she got the boxes, she does she called it Desiree and she was crying and she said, "Tell Miss Johnson, I said thank you, because it was that she was able to give each child their own personal little bag. They didn't have to share anything. So when the children came to school the next day, their cubbies were filled." And they had their own little personal base. All she had to do was put their name tags on it. I'm saying all that to say this. When God places it in your heart to bless somebody, don't question it. Just do it. Because if we stop and we give fault to it, I'm trying to get through this. If we stop and we give fault to it, We allow our minds to take us out of our blessings. We allow our minds to click in and say, they ain't going to appreciate this. They ain't going to even say thank you. They going to go and give the credit to somebody else, if not take the credit that this is what they did. I'm trying to help you all. Because this is where we have to get out of that. Now, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. You can question God. We have that open window to go to him. We don't have to go to no priest and sit on the other side of no little box and tell them everything. You go straight to the Father. And you say, and you ask God, we are so afraid to ask God for stuff. And we're so afraid to ask God, you know, I sat in the bed and I shared this with lady and I shared this with Angie. And I said to them, I asked God, God, why can't I sleep? I'm not sleeping. Why can't I sleep? More important, show me Lord the hearts of people connected to me. Show me their true intentions. It's okay to go to God and ask Him for these things and ask Him to show us these things. Why? Because we keep hovering some stuff in our lives that we're so fearful to ask God for. Because get this, what if it's something we don't we need to get rid of? But because we put it in that place and we've put it on that shelf, we don't really remember that it's there. It's called a selective memory. We don't really remember that it's there. But when we go to God and say, Lord, bring this stuff to my remembrance because I'm tired of feeling the way that I'm feeling. I'm tired of going through this stuff that I'm going through. I don't want to do this no more. And you ask God to show you, he will show you. When he shows you, be prepared to move on it. Be prepared to act on it. So yes, we're declaring and we're decreeing from this day forward, today will be the best day of my life. So from this day forward, that will be what we are today. We are declaring and decreeing Today will be the best day of my life. It don't matter what it looked like. It don't matter what it feel like, God. Today will be the best day of my life. I don't feel like going through this today. I don't feel like putting on my court, but today will be the best day of my life. Lord, I'm sick and tired of these people. They're getting on my nerve. The bill collectors calling me. They're trying to get money. I ain't got for them to give. I can't rob Peter to pay Paul because David on the other hand said he needed it too. Today will be the best day of my life. Simply because it activates our faith and God will take that part of us and place it where it needs to go he will place it where it needs to be look Talia just got blessed with a car I am excited with her because that poor baby said I think I'm gonna go give me a scooter and I'm not saying anything to embarrass her. I'm celebrating her. I'm celebrating with her. Cause she said, if I had to get that little scooter and I got to ride where I got to go, I was about to be gold. <laughs> but then she turned around and she get a car. Great, oh God, is thy faithfulness. Oh Lord, my father. Huh? If you all have not heard Crystal Rucker sing that, y'all better tune in and and let and, and Crystal Rucker bless you. Great is thy faithfulness, oh God. Even when we're unfaithful, he is still yet faithful. Even when we're not grateful, he is still yet grateful. Great is thy faithfulness. Today is the best day in the of, of my life. I'm waiting on my boo to come. Stop waiting and let God send them to you. Because what happens is you sit there and you wait and you let everything else that you need to take focus on pass you by. God send miracles every single solitary day, but we have to train our eyes to see them. we waiting on new houses. We're waiting on new apartments. we waiting on just, look, we're we waiting on the water to come on so we can wash our butts. And I mean, let me be real, because now they working on the water on the street and they turn off everybody's water. I'd be like what the world ain't nobody got time for that can I wash my face this <laughs> morning Jesus it so funny but there are a whole lot of times you get up and you be like wait a minute is the water turned off y'all yeah, be like Gary they working on the street and so it's like um I'm in class honey so you're gonna have to hold on a minute I need you okay you're gonna have to hold on a minute what well, tech text me all right So, you know, that's where we are. That's my child talking about. She needs me and she done called me like two, three times. So, you know, um, but that's what we do. So we have to train our eyes and we have to say, Lord, even when I'm unteachable, put me in that place to where I'm teachable. Get this. I don't know everything. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know everything. You know, um, I'm still in that teachable phase where I can be taught. That's why I'm back in school right now. And it's. This is the thing, I'm dealing with the course of healing memories. So as I'm working on this course, it's turned around and some of that stuff is slapping me. And I'm like, wow, and one one particular one I did, I cried trying to get it done because I was like, I thought I got through that. Not that I got over it, but I thought I got through that. And it was not so because what I did was I put it on that shelf and there was nobody there to help me pop the lid on it so that that stuff can come out so that that's how we can deal with it. But then the Lord say, I've been right here all along. You just never asked me. A lot of times we put ourselves in places to where we think we're talking to God and we think we're trusting God and we think that we're depending on him. And all in reality is stuck in our mind. We never opened up our mouth to say, Lord God, I need your help. We thought it. We ain't say it though. Out of, the, out of the abundance of the heart, so does the mouth speak it. Out of the so does the mouth speak it. So does the mouth speak it. So does the mouth speak it. You want to be healed, speak it. You want to be deliver it, delivered, speak it. You need your finances to come on through, speak it. Well, you know, Lord, you know, I'm waiting on you. And the Lord said, why are you waiting on me? I've been waiting on you all this time. I had your blessing stored up. You never opened up, I'll Ghost. you those. I never, you never opened up your mouth to ask me for it. I've been waiting on you. And as soon as we get out of our own way, here we go tonight. As soon as we get out of our own way, as soon as we get out of our own, our own thought pattern. And we say, Lord, I need your help. And when the blessings start coming, we'd be like, I don't know where that came from. So now we're taking God's credit from him. I don't know where that came from. I don't know why they blessing me. But did you forget that you asked God, God, I need your help. Now, let me give you the flip side to that. Just as clearly as God heard you, so did the enemy. And the enemy will send people to you simply to distract you. And their intentions can be the intentions of the universe. (laughs) And you'd be like, oh, God bless me with such and such. It's okay to say no to some things. This is where you have to really have that appreciation and that love and that discernment with God. This is where you have to be so intimate with God that, baby, you can't even be penetrated by the foolishness. This is where Isaiah jumps in and says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Let's go back and let's hit that. He didn't say it would not form. However, he did say it would not prosper. Today is going to be the best day of our life. Today is going to be the best day of our life. Well, you know what? She's going to keep on doing that. She going to keep on saying that. i got something for this helper. Hold on a minute. Gone and let her hit her foot on that bed. <laughs> I don't know why that one came up. I bet you she ain't going to say Jesus first. I guarantee she ain't going to say it. I'll be like, wait, what the? And everybody know what comes after that. What the? Because if. And we ain't all that same, because we know what's coming after that. What the? Y- y'all know I ain't cussing because I ain't say it. But you know what's going come- to accidentally slam your finger in that car door. You
2: be like, what mother?
1: And there go the mother. <laughs> and I don't mean calling your mother your mother. I mean the other kind of mother. M U T H A. Not M O T R because it's coming. You feel like son of what? Son of Jesus. We ain't saying son of Jesus. I'm trying to help some of us. You didn't hear me say help y'all. I say help some of us because that's what happened. Let somebody cut me off on the freeway. Y'all done been on the phone with me. And you see, as you said the other day, if I had to fast for your for your driving. My fasting would be in vain. I never spent fasting. I said, yes, you would. We laughed about you, like, Baby, I be, they shouldn't be cutting me off, y'all. They shouldn't be driving. Look, 70 on the freeway. They on the freeway driving 55. Who does that? But look, get this. Let me, let me help somebody as well as myself. The sign, here we go again. The sign says speed limit 70. Minimum speed of 55 they're still within their rights. So who in the wrong when they start going off? Me. Because we have that fast lane. All the time, God is not going to put us in that fast lane to get to where we got to go. He's going to slow roll. Oh, she taking a test. Okay. Uh, he's going to slow roll us to get to where he needs us to be at. We can't always have that microwave experience. Sometimes we have to allow the Lord to take the bowl out. I'm not the baker, but I think I'm going to walk through this real clear. He's going to allow us to take that bowl out, put it on the counter, sit the butter out, get this y'all. If you don't get up early in the morning and sit it out, he's going to let you take it out the night before and put it in the bowl and leave it on the counter because it has to be at the right temperature. Come on, Holy Ghost. It has to be at the right temperature before you can begin to blend it. So then here's the preparation, especially if you're baking from scratch, from scratch, you have that flour, all purpose flour, not self-rising flour. You have your bowl of baking soda. You have your bowl of salt. These are your dry ingredients. And if I can remember correctly, from my granny cooking, you had that yeast packet. Because that yeast package was gonna make it rise. See, Tala, you let me let me tell you why you got rise on there. Um, it's gonna make you rise. So then you got to bring it on together. Oh, and then you got your bowl of vanilla flavor. You have your thing of shortening. Even though you're gonna use butter, you got your thing, you have your thing of shortening. And it wasn't a lard. Well, back then they had lard because Crisco wasn't popping then, but they had them in that green and white box. It was lard. I know Auntie and my mama on here because they, <laughs> they, they, we, we used to use lard all the time. Okay. So they have that when you're true bakers. This is how I'm saying it's not. And that's not my field. That's not my lane. I'll pay somebody to do it because I'm not going to do it. It's not that I don't know how. That ain't my lane. I stay out of it. So you get all these ingredients, you lay them all out. Then you gotta get your pan. Then get your bunt pan. And you got to make sure, it's grease right? You got, I mean, you better not miss a, you better not miss a spot. I'm going somewhere with this y'all, stay with me. You better not miss, oh, and your sugar, you're right. You gotta have your sugar. Thank you, Angie. Cause see, she the baker, I ain't the baker. I, I was okay because she, see, see there. And so you got to have all that. Now, you get your pan, and you're going to flour it all up. I'm, I'm skipping, but I'm going to go back to the process. So you get your pan. You want to make sure you got it greased. I mean, from the round part of it, them slats in there. Oh, baby, you got you you get to get your little thing and put it all in there. You better, because if not, that cake going to get stuck somewhere, and it's going to
2: mess up.
1: So you got to make sure you cover. Y'all catch what I'm saying here. You got to make sure that whole pan is covered. Properly covered. Then you get the flour and you put your sprinkle the flour in there. So now you got to take the flour. and You got to start doing this all around because guess what? You got to make sure again it's covered. You got to make sure it's covered, and you, and it's gonna make a mess because <laughs> you got to tip it to the side. And it was like, how they tipping that thing and no flour ever come out. Some gonna hit the ground a little, on the counter a little bit, so they hit it. Now let's go back. We got the flour, we got the sugar, we got the, we got the salt, we got the um, baking soda. We got to put all the ingredients and mix them together. We do all the dry ingredients. Oh, we forgot the eggs. And the eggs got to sit out because you can use cold eggs. That's not good. So you got to have those eggs at room temperature. And everything has to be just right. So you're mixing all that stuff together. You mix your dry ingredients and then get your one other little things. That's why sometimes it is best to have two mixers. But see, back in the day, they didn't have those great big mixers. They had those hand, baby. But if they didn't have them, hand, that, that that handheld one with them little forks that go around like this, this is what they used, baby. Them mothers back then could take a fork and whip something. And we had, they, a lot of them had this. <laughs> Because they was working it out. And you'd be like, why that one arm bigger than this time you see when we were little kids, we used to sit there and play with my grandma and be like, she and she be and she wouldn't ever tell us to stop. Cause we like, oh, that's so swooshy. <laughs> My son, they'll say, if a woman ain't got this, she don't know how to cook. They so stupid, but if she ain't got this right here, she, she don't know how to cook good. So they would mix, they would do all that mixing, baby, and they would do all that mixing, they do all that mixing, and they put it all together. Now, if they was making a pound cake, then they put it in that pan but if they were making homemade rolls baby, then they got to knead that dough. You got to put it together and you got to blend it and you got to roll it over and you got to fold it over and you steady add just a little bit more. You got to fold it over. You got to fold it over and you steady add just a little bit more, just a little bit more until it's all blended. And then when you get it and you smooth it out because you done rounded it all up, then you take the bowl and you dump it on the counter. But before you dump it on the counter, that counter has to be floured. So and then when it becomes floured, now you Get the rolling pin, baby. Then you got to take the rolling pin. I'm going somewhere. I'm talking about life. If you all catching where I'm going with this, I'm just putting it in this form. So, you take that rolling pin and you got to take some flour and put it on that rolling pin because you got to make sure you can't spray no spray on there. You need flour. Everything ain't going to be about a wet ingredient, some of it's going to be about being dry. And in that season of dryness in our life, allow the Lord to prepare you before he puts you where you got to go. So anyway, you got to get that, that rolling pin. I remember my dad came down and he said, um, Angie putting all of it right there, check checks out y'all. And my dad said, where you rolling pin at? I said, I don't have one. What do you mean you ain't got, he went to fussing. What do you mean you ain't got no rolling pin? Are we trying to make a pizza cup? You got to have something rolling at. <laughs> he at my house. He going off because he had promised buddy a peach cobbler, but because his hands wouldn't no, are no longer allowing him, catch what I'm about to say, his hands are no longer allowing him to do all of that. He sat back to the side and he walked me through every step. We have to be careful. About who we're allowing to walk us through these steps of life. Because if they don't walk you through each step properly and you get ready to put that thing in the oven, it's gonna mess up, it's gonna fall, it ain't gonna taste right. Let me come back. So, I mean, he began to fussy, fussy. So, y'all, I had to go out, <laughs> go to the store, not one, but two, to find a doggone rolling. <laughs> The rolling pin and now they so fancy with it because they have ceramic rolling pins they still got them old-fashioned round pins and all of that so I ended up buying a brown one trust me he tried to take it with him when he was leaving back to go home so I had to, Roy, he said, well, move your little stuff off your little counter. Now he's sitting there, well, where my coffee at? Well, I'm like, man, how am i am making coffee and trying to do this at the same time? You got, you want me to get, get the peach? We were making a peach coffee, y'all. So we got the, I got the peaches over here cooking, and you want me to make you some coffee? Now you want to eat and all of this. So here's the distractions for what he really trying to get me to get at. But I had to remain focused. Because I needed this to be the best that I've ever did. Even though it was my first time ever making a peach cobbler, I needed it to be the best that I could do. I wasn't concerned about whether it was going to be like his or not Cause My daddy can whip that stuff up like this and call it a day. He, great, he good with it. And so... He sat there. Now, here's the distraction. I ain't got no roll with ben. Okay, whatever. So but then, that's like, hey, now you got to get your roll in. Now you got to have it I cut corners. So, I go buy self-rising flour. Okay. Because it got all that stuff in it anyway. So, <laughs> did. He don't want to use regular milk. He wants to use buttermilk. And if you putting buttermilk on the stove to cook and you don't watch it, it's going to, baby, you know, you got a mess on your hand. So, uh, he's like, don't forget the buttermilk. Then I ain't have enough buttermilk. We going to mix that milk. Go get some more. Go up there. Go up the hill. <laughs> go up the hill to the, to the gas station. It get some more buttermilk. Angie, you remember when I lived in the apartment, you know how that gas station was right there. So I did all of that. Now it's time to put it all together. Now I can't put it on the table because he in the way. He got coffee cups. He got his plate with his breakfast in it. Now he wants the Bible. It's on the table, and then he sitting on. Here come his crackers, and here come all his medicine. So I couldn't put it on the table. Here's yet another distraction. But I had to remain focused. So I cleaned off my counter, and I did what I had to do. I put it up there. Now you got to roll it this way. You got to roll it that way. Well, where well, you could get your knife because you want to cut that. My time I rolled it thin, the, the crust, the, the flour, the dough thin. Now you want to cut, you want to cut it. You don't want to cut them too wide and you want to roll it thin because if you don't roll it thin enough, when it begins to rise, it's going to be too thick. So you got to roll it thin enough. And I rolled it. But well, it ain't enough. Now, I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, look, I'm tired of doing this. And here are the distractions of life. We want to hurry up all the time. We want to speed through everything. And because of that, we will miss a step, a very important step in life that we got to go back to and see where we missed it at. So I rolled it out. I cut it thin. Lay it in the pan. Now, when you lay it in the pan, I got to take this hot pot of peaches and juice. Oh, good God. Now he said, now get your little dip or get a cup and pour it in there. Make sure you get enough peaches and pour it in there. So I had to pour it in now. Get this. When all that hot juice and stuff is hitting that dough, it's already starting to cook. So you can't drag your feet when instructions are given to you in life because it's going to start cooking whether you want it to or not, because guess what? It's been activated. So you have to not hurry up, but you can't move slowly. That was a spirit of procrastination. We got to get this and get what I'm saying. When the Lord gives us something, we can't procrastinate on getting it done. We need to work through the process and get it done. So, and he's like, well, come on. And, and why are you doing that? Now it's like, you kind of cooking two things at the same time. Cause Why are you cutting that out? You got to cut enough strips. So when you put that first layer on, depending on how long that pan is, you got to put that first strip on there. And then you pour that pieces and juice on it. Now you got to hurry and put your next layer on. Oh, but then he said, put a, put a little. <laughs> Put a little nut not, yeah, put a little nutmeg on there and then sprinkle some sugar on there and then put your next layer of dough on there, then put some more peaches on there. And I'm like, put all that juice, put some more peaches on there, you ain't listening. Oh he my father good for saying you ain't listening. You ain't listening. Put that on there. Now this is a process until we get to the top. Now I had to look lay the dough, put the peaches, then turn put some butter on top of now it's butter in the peaches, there's sugar in the peaches. Everything is in this pot cooking. Okay? Because if you don't cook them peaches, here we go again, if you don't let those peaches cook the right way, you're going to do two things. You're going to overcook them and they're going to be nasty and gummy. Or you're going to, if you undercook them, they're going to be hard and crunchy. Don't nobody want no hard and crunchy peach copper? So you got to make sure it's at the right place. Here we come with their refined, their their refined, their uh, refined, you know the fire thing. Lord, get my tongue right. The refined, the refiners, that one put putting the fire. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. It won't come to me. The devil is a lie because I know what I'm talking about. It's okay. And the refiner, the refiners aren't fighting that whatever. Because I won't leave it alone because I refuse to give that over to him. Let me keep going. I won't get stuck. I won't get stuck, Jesus. I won't get stuck. I won't get stuck. Won't get stuck. So we do the process and we do all of that. We get ready to cover it up. Now, what I would think, just take a, a sheet of dough and put it over there. I can't do that. I still got to strip it. <laughs> a lot of times in life, we want to just throw a blanket over our messes in life. We want to throw a blanket over what God is trying to do in our lives. He said, uh-uh. Go back. Do it again. I've given you directions. You've done well up until this part. Don't try to quick fix it. Take your time and do it right. God will give us instructions in life. And because it's not going at the pace we want it to go, we want a quick fix. Oh, forget it. Put it over there. No, because get this. He will have you do it all over again. Angie have made cakes and she'll say, I don't like how this cake turned out because I do been on the phone with her when she done it and said, look, the bottom of it just tore out. And it wasn't because she didn't do anything right. It was a distraction to see what she was going to do with it. Can she fix the mess or will she start all over and do it again until it's perfected? Let me tell you, she'll start all over and she'll do it again until it's perfected. Now, sometimes she said, well, I think I can patch this cake right there. It's not about patching our lives up. It's about sometimes being torn completely apart so that the Lord can put us back together again. We will get put back on that wheel and he'll take that cake and he'll take that dough from that peach cobbler and he'll put us on that wheel and he'll put us in that bowl and he'll mix us until he sees fit that it is all blended together. So I put it in the oven, let me go back. I put it in the oven, nice smelling good. So while I'm cooking that peach cobbler, because I was cooking for Justin now, that was my adopted family that I had in West Monroe. And that he had a body shop and I was cooking for them. So in the process of me cooking for them, now I'm cooking this peach cobbler. Well, I think it's done. Is it brown on top? No, it ain't done. Put it back in there. <laughs> you don't want it burnt. So you got to watch it until it get that pretty golden brown. Now you got to go down in there because if you don't put enough juice in it, then it's going to be dry because that dough is steadily rising in the oven while it's cooking. So it's absorbing all of that juice. Good, It's good too. And it's doing all of that. So what happens is, it's time to come out the oven. Now I got to wrap it up and I got to go deliver it. And on top of all the other food I had cooked that day. And when I got it over there, the compliments that came to say, oh, this is so good. One young lady said, this tastes better than Nana's. And everybody talked to say, did you say it tastes better than Nana?" Now Nana was the grandma. This tastes better than, than Nana's? And they said, we're going to take Nana Salmon When Nana did taste it, she lost her shirt. She did say, Miss Carolyn, this is better than mine. I counted it as a compliment. But get this, I did not take credit. I said, my daddy showed me how to cook it. This is my first peach cobbler. They said, you kidding me? I said, no, ma'am, this is my first peach cobbler. My daddy showed me how to do it. The Lord will place people in our lives to walk us through a process that we think we know how to get it done, but we don't know how to get it done in reality. I can YouTube, now you can YouTube and Google everything, but it's nothing like that personal touch, that personal touch. So then I got, <clears throat> excuse me, I got brave with it. Oh, I can make peach cobblers. And um, then when I, I tried to do it again, I'm gonna skip some steps that my daddy showed me. I rolled the dough too, too, too thick And it looked like, I'm like, this ain't right. I threw it away and I did it again. And I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Look, I done went bald, and I bought pans, and I done bought, I got to go buy peaches all over again. I got to buy sugar again, because I used Domino sugar, because Big Chief wasn't getting it for me. So I had to go buy the Domino sugar again. I had used all my flavor. I had to go get my flavor. I had to buy everything all over again. And I said, well, I ain't got enough milk, so here, I'm going to cut some corners. Just, I'm going to some, put some water in the container. I'm going to shake it up, and I'm going to do I'm gonna. And it didn't come out right. And a lot of times we do that in life. We want to cut corners. We want to add water where it just simply called for milk. And even though it can go in the oven and we done did all preparations and we done did all, it still will not come out right. So we have to go back to the basics and do it the way we were taught to do it. If the Bible tells us to love thy neighbor as you will love yourself. If you don't know how to love yourself, you can't properly love your neighbor. And your neighbor don't have to physically be your neighbor. Your neighbor could be your sibling. Your neighbor could be your children. And no matter how much they work our peace, patience, and nerves, we still have to love them the way Christ has said for us to love them. And if we're not loving them the way that he told us to, then that means we ain't loving us the way that we are supposed to be. We can't get out our own way. To do that we self-harm we self-destruct we talk down to ourselves more than we do anything in the world and we steady got people pouring into it but because we want to fix quick we gonna go get and Pillsbury got it good they got the dough already rolled out and we want to go buy that and throw that over the pie when have we taken our time to cut it out the right way it would have came out just perfectly This is what the Lord is doing. He's shaping us. It don't feel good. It don't always look good. Let me go back again. It don't feel good. It does not feel good to be stretched. Somebody once told me, they said, Carolyn, you're like that grocery store bag, and people keep putting stuff in it and putting stuff in it and putting stuff in it and putting until you're stretching. They're stretching you and you're stretching because those grocery store bags can hold a whole lot of stuff until it gets to the point it's about to snap. So then what we do opposing is saying, you know what, let me take some of this stuff out. We go double the bags up. And now we still stretching. We can add a little bit more in there. And that's never how God intended for us to be. If any stretching needs to be done, let God stretch us out. Because when he stretches out, it's for his purpose. When God stretches us, he will tell us what our purpose is. And if we're not paying attention, we miss it because we're in our own way. I think it should go this way. I think it should go the way. There was a big difference in thinking and in knowing. There was a big difference in hearing and listening. I heard them give us the instructions, but did you listen to how they said they should go? It didn't go that way. Well, I look all right, do you feel all right? Because your verbiage will change. You don't ever have to lie to me because I will tell people in a heartbeat, I hear every word you're saying to me, but I'm listening to what God is telling me I really need to know. When I push you, it's for purpose. And it's not for purpose that I want something done my way, but God has shown me a greatness in you that has to come out. And because you're in your own way, you can't see it. So my thing is to come and open your eyes a little bit and say, let's walk through this. I bless God for where he have everybody at this morning. And for those that are on the milk, it's time to come up off the milk because your milk has soured at this point. We need to empty out that old milk that's been sitting in that refrigerator. Let's get this, even though it's in the refrigerator, it ain't going to go bad. Yes, it will. Let it sit there long enough and you ain't doing nothing with it. That milk will go bad. So this morning, we're going to empty out that old milk we're not gonna throw the container away unless we just really need to because get this you cannot pour new wine in old skin because it's gonna go bad too try to put on a pair of brown on a pair leather shoes that you've been having sitting there and you never cleaned them and you never took time to care for them. And you done took a bath, you done lotioned all up, you smelling all good, got your big seats on or your body bath, bad and body works on and you put them your feet in them funky shoes. Go through the process of the day. Don't let it be hot outside. Go through the process of the day and you're going to start smelling something. You'll be like, wait a minute, what's that smell? And when you take them shoes off, babe, you got an odor coming out this world. I don't want anyone on here, fragrance that you offer up to the Lord to be sour. I want our fragrances to be sweet. That songwriter said, sweeter, sweeter as the day goes by sweeter sweeter as the day go by each day of our lives i want our fragrances to be sweet into his nostrils even when we don't feel like it, lord today is the best day of my life even when we don't want to get up and comb my hair baby i had a baseball cap on my head yesterday and i was like oh i, I can't be present presenting myself like this i had to go to storage pull out that wig that i ain't never wore before wash my hair that Megan oil my scalp and turn around. And she said, I, I, I said, just glue my wig on because I don't want to take it off. And I get this, I don't know how to work these lace fronts. So she said, mama, you shouldn't, you wasn't supposed to cut all your lace off. I'm never too old to learn, even from those younger than us. She knew how to do it. So she said, I, I'll do it tomorrow if you come over tomorrow. I go get your wig cap and do it again. And she texted me last night and she said, mama, thank you for letting me do your hair. I've always wanted to be able to say, I did my mama's hair. God wanted to be able to say, I've always wanted to use my daughter, but you wouldn't let me. I've always wanted to speak through you, but you wouldn't open up your mouth. And Jenny Lane's pastor, Dr. Pack said, a couple of weeks ago and it's still resonating in my spirit that if God gave us grace when we were so undesirable when we were so unfit when we were so unlovable when we were so hard headed if God gave us grace and he never walked away from us he never left us if God gave us grace who are we to not extend that same grace? Well, I'm sick and tired of them. I wish they would just. If God gave us grace, who are we to not extend it? Now look, Jesus, is you, is you, are you sure is you telling me this? Is this, Are you sure? Do we question it, God? Now we question it, God. Are you sure this what you need to do? Are you sure this, Lord? Now look, I don't know, Jesus, because I don't know if I can do this. If God extended grace, who are we to not extend that same measure of grace? We get slapped in the face. But who are we to not extend this thing? Well, Lord, they keep messing up. They keep doing the same thing over again and again and again. But the Bible clearly tells us that offense we are to forgive seven times. But Lord, look, here's the deal. Everybody don't learn. Accordingly to how we learn. When he don't. One of my sons said, Mama, you taught us all the same thing. Why they didn't get it? I said, well, school. Everybody don't learn like you. Everybody can't grasp what you're grasping. At the same time. So I had to be patient. With each and every one of you all. And I have five children, birth children, on top of my extended children. And I got a lot, I have way more extended children than I have birth children. And each one requires something different from me. So when I push them, sometimes they push back. But in the end, they get it. Get out of your own way so that you can know your purpose. That was the last plug that she said the other day, that was the plug. So that you can know your purpose and declare and decree today is the best day. And every day, I am wonderful. He made me awesome. He made me fabulous. Today I walk in victory. Today I walk in wealth. Today I walk in wealth. Today I walk in God's unmerited favor. Today I am wise. Today I am beautiful. Today I'm awesome. That's not you being arrogant. That's you speaking life into your life. Affirmation upon affirmation upon affirmation. Today, this is who I am today. I am God's daughter today. This is who I am today. I am no longer the same. I remember you when, then you keep on remembering me from when, because today, I'm not the gossiper. Today, I'm not the liar. Today, I'm not the thief. Today, I'm not the prostitute that you called me. And that was never who I was in the first place. But today, I'm not that. Today, I'm not the whore. Today, I'm not the bitch. Today, that's not who I am. That's not the name God gave me. Today, I am for me, Carolyn. For you, your names. Today, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, created in his image. Today, Today is the best day of my life. And walk it out. Will you trip? As long as you don't fall. Today is your best day. Because we can be out there walking and it can be a rock right on the ground. And you trip over that one little rock and you feel like, oh my God, why am I here? And now you done started a pity party. Get on up. Dust yourself off. Because today is the best day of your life. You made it here on purpose. Today is the best day of your life. I don't understand. Today is the best day of your life. Lord, give me clarity. Show me me the way you see me. Open my eyes to that, Lord. God, today is the best day of my life. I don't feel like smiling, but today is the best day of my life. Today. Today, I am stronger than I was an hour ago, 30 minutes to de- ago. Today is the best day of my life. They took my money. Today is the best day of your life. They won't talk to me. Today is the best day of your life. That was the title for today, tonight when you're ready to do this podcast. What are you t- declaring to be the best day of your life. Let us not forget our podcast. Thank you for everybody that's showing up on time. Because I believe you me at 1055. If you hear you on time. 11 o'clock you late. Because <laughs> we already off and running. But then this is where the announcements come in. So that you can catch what was missed through the slide. Talia good job. Elaine good job. You all are doing what I ask to be done as far as the messaging and everything. I give honor what honor So I, I'm grateful. We have a big class today. Get this, I'm not disappointed because today is the best day of SEU's life. You understand me? Baby, we got some fragrances going up. Thank you, Phil, again for being, I didn't say it publicly, I will say it again. If I did not do it now. Thanks for being the first one to buy a book. I know that there are, there are others that are getting ready to purchase theirs as well. I see you, Elaine. I got you, Lane. Um And then not only did she buy the book, but she um, not only did she buy the book, but she she put it out there. And every time I see that you all, I'm floored. Because what it did is it encouraged me to keep going to bring and the Lord is bringing out of me what He put in me all along. So again, thank you till I gave me a big plug on her on, on her platform. And one lady that was there said, I feel her. Oh, I need to be a part of her. But because I realize and understand it's early in Cali, then she's coming. Just give us give her that moment because. It's still an adjustment, to sleep. you know. It's an adjustment to get up that early. Um, we do have some big changes coming in October. I am excited about the. Hold on, because my assistant made me go to sleep last night. Um, she made me go to sleep last night, but we were able to write it out. And get this, you all, I did not do this without the permission of this lady's sisters, even though she declared me to be a sister too. These are her birth sisters, so SEU will now house and we will now carry the Kaylin Miss K. Kay Slater. The, yeah, that's right, the Katie Miss K. Slater Scholarship Foundation. And our goal is to scholarship those wanting to return to school or further their education in some kind of way to better themselves, to manifest a better them. So anything that we do now to bless somebody, it will be done under SUU, but it will come from the Ms. Kay Scholarship Foundation. Scholarships are out there for just more than that, but we are going to be starting to be a blessing, um, and we're going to do that because one thing about it, if Ms. Kay was still here with us, she would be right here, and they, uh, K, uh, Elaine, and Auntie about, Hey, Miss K Wig. We 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 had to put on some of those pictures back. Katie does have a wig that looked like this, y'all. We had laughs. We did, you know. We fought, but we had laughs, and we fought like sisters. I'm so serious. I couldn't have asked God for a better, a better duo or trio than them right there, them Slater girls. And that's how they used to classify them Slater girls. Them Slater girls, those Slater girls, Slater girls that. But once you get them Slater girls in your back pocket, baby, you got somebody look side by side and we all linked arms. So that's why we did that because one thing about it, if it had to be written, Katie did it. And she did it so till... Everybody else would be like, who did that? <laughs> who did that? And when Katie was on point, listen, minister Katie anyway. When Katie was on, when Katie was Katie, Katie was Katie. But when she was, when the Lord was speaking through her, she looked, it wasn't, she did it. She did her thing. And that's why the bio that I have, she wrote. So it's like, Lord, how can I go in and plug this or plug that here or there? And I'm like, Katie, you got to speak to me because I need, I need your help. You know, so it's even with that. So he's giving me help, you know. Phil, take notes till she can go back and I can say, Phyllis, what did I say back here and back there before we even started recording? Phyllis was taking notes. And I'd be like, wait a minute, what did I say? And she could say, well, no, this is what you said. And so here, you know, um, here, here's where it is. And then Taliah can say, well, what do, you, what do we need to do? And it gets done. So it's again, I need everybody here. Auntie said, You, you, you are, you are um, she said, you're more than a conqueror. You got this. So, see, I need all of those words. It's not that I don't need everybody. I do. I am asking, again, I'm going to verbally say this as I say with everybody that takes a leave of absence. Nobody has been kicked out of SCU. Let me, let me, let me take that junk out the atmosphere because I've heard it. No one has been kicked out of SCU. Everybody that chose to want to walk away from SCU, they did it on their own court. I, Carolyn, kicked nobody out. I will say, respect their wishes. I cannot say, and I've texted this, so the Lord has me now to say it, so I can get this out the air, that if there are any questions, come to me and ask me. You don't have to call each other and say, what happened? What happened? What happened? This is why I say respect their decision. Listen, I said that their decision. And when they're ready to come back, and the Lord says so, I'll let them back in. But I cannot tell everybody who to have as their personal friends. I can't do that. I won't do that. But what I will say is the business at hand of SCU, let it stay that way. I said the business. I didn't say you couldn't share um, if it's some good news, but whatever is going on within the body, our personal business, let that remain because if they still wanted to be a part of that CU, guess what they would be here. And a lot of times when people walk away, they turn around and they'll come to the members of the body and say, what y'all got going on? What y'all doing? Well, you was right there. Why did you walk away? Let me also say this, is that sometimes people will connect with you to see what they can take from you and then go create their own. I'm going to say that again. People will sometimes connect with you to see what can they take from you and go create their own. So it's like they're duplicating your baby. But if God didn't give them the baby, it's not going to work. It's just that, how be it for me to, to go and, and be on Talia's, uh, to go watch her do all her herbal life, and then I try to do her herbal life, baby, I'm falling on my face. Why? Because. I don't like taking all that. (laughs) I don't like mixing up the tea. I don't like taking all that medicine. (laughs) I don't like doing all that. I'm just being transparent and honest. So what do I do? I refer y'all to go to her. huh? I'm going to refer you to go to her. That's her field. That's her lane. Am I going to support her? Absolutely. And she's private enough to respect your privacy that if you go to her one-on-one and say, hey, Chalai, this is my struggle. This is what I need help in, and guess what? Because she's sitting right there. This is something I just did, Talia. This is my struggle, and I show her my body frame, and I said, "This right here is my struggle. My stomach. Let me be honest. My struggle. My stomach is my is, is my struggle." Talia, am I telling the truth? This is my struggle. She said, "Okay." We laugh, but she's so silly because she'll laugh. But she said, "This is listen." How she said this? This is what we can do. This is what we can do to get you started. She never said, well, you should do this and you should do that. She said, this is what we can do to get you started. Angie tells me all the time, look, dog, we can get through this. Not that she can do it, but we can get through this. We were supposed to have went walk this morning. That didn't happen because I didn't wake up till nine o'clock. And she said, I was like, Lord, let her sleep. For those that know me, I have not been sleeping you all. I don't think I've really slept in about two months. That's me being real. And it's beginning to take a toll on me and weigh on me. So what keeps me going is you all. What keeps me going is knowing that I got to get ready for for SCU. Cause I got to rock my baby. So I got SCU and the Lord is steady giving me things for SCU. And then he's giving me things because I got to go to, I'm back in school again. And, you know, and so I do so much for me. And then I do, I, I set aside for this and that. So when I tell you all, I love you, baby, I love you. And it's from, mute that for me, you all. Um, and and it's, and it's just there. So I bless God for everybody. You know, I really do. You got some more gifts coming soon. <laughs> Sooner than later. July so say, I got my earrings. so oh, Billy said, look, I got my little pouches. Everybody got their pouches. I'm glad. Y'all still got a lot of pouches. <laughs> I don't know how I did them, I still got a lot of pouches. But, but back to the good things that's coming. So we have to. we now have a scholarship foundation set into place. Um October 5th. No, what's the last, um, hold on, let me get my calendar. Next Wednesday on the 30th. After next Wednesday on the 30th, we will no longer have Monday class. We will no longer have Monday class. Our class will begin, we will have that Friday, which is the 2nd. And then we will not remain in until the 7th of October. So after Wednesday the 30th, October the 2nd, that Friday, we will no longer meet on Mondays. The changes will take place and we will resume again on October 7th. I'm cutting out Mondays. And classes will start on um yeah, that's the best way to put it. So classes will start myself. So we'll only have Wednesdays and Fridays. But they're going to be impacted. Ours will be still be the same. The structure will still be the same. God is just moving some stuff around. And I have to follow accordingly. So October 5th, don't nobody try to come in here. <laughs> we ain't going to be here. Because there's a lot going on, you know, um, in reality. And I want to be respectful of everybody's timing and everything like that. Um, that's where we are. I think everybody has their t-shirts for Kaylin. We want to get that done because we are working on the video, which is what was stated. So um, we got that going on. And then um, we have the journal. SCU will have its own personal yearly journal. It will be ready in, uh, in November. I'm working on that even as we're speaking out. I will be working on that. We have a bookmark coming with SCU on it. When I tell y'all God is doing a thing, again, I want to thank everybody for reached out to the 50 states. Um, Between July and Angie, can one of you all check that email? I haven't been over there to check it. Um, Yeah, can one of y'all check that email for me real quick and then let us know if we have some responses over there. And then um, let me say this. When I asked that in the very beginning that um, before we post some stuff in our group, let me know in advance. Because some things, even though it may be positive to you, it may not be positive to somebody else. Just ask me. It's not saying, well, she just wanna control everything. Well, hey. <laughs> but we wanna we wanna stay respectable, you know, and then let's get that done. Because it may not be at that moment that it was posted. That it um that it was needed. Let me say it that way. So it's just a quick, hey, you know, I'm I'm thought thought about posting this. What you think about it? Or can I post it? It's just that easy. I mean, literally, and nine times out of ten, I'm gonna say yes anyway, but it's just a matter of understanding the or order of how things go. So we want we wanna keep that in mind. I personally, because the Lord is dealing with me. I personally will not be asking anybody else to solicit. I will not be doing it. Um, I'm not saying that you all cannot do that. But I personally, I will not be asking anybody else because I don't want, when I started SCU, I didn't start off asking for money. And I'm not fit to do it now because I don't want anybody sitting here feeling like, they're asking for something and I can't give it and they stop coming. That's not what SCU was put up for. Because one thing about it, when the blessings start coming through the mail and y'all getting all those packages and stuff, I do it on the on the strength of SCU blessed us or SCU was being a blessing. Carolyn was being the blessing because the Lord allowed me to. No, I don't have money like that and I'm still in strong financial struggle. But again, I personally will not be asking. And I will keep on blessing because the Lord keeps holding me. So um, that is that. So, like I said, let me clear a lot of stuff because I kind of heard in the atmosphere that they just all they're doing now is asking for money. No, I'm not. Let me strip that. No, I am not. If you want to be a blessing to me, so be it. And I even have. SEU a certain uh, a cash upset just so it doesn't come to me. So let, let me take that out the atmosphere. SEU was created to be a blessing. Not to discourage anybody. Not to hurt anybody. And definitely not to make somebody feel ashamed on theirs because of something they couldn't do. I need to make that clear. I need to put that out in the open. The t-shirts, I don't... Take one penny from it. When that money comes to me for these t shirts, they go right to the young lady that's doing it. I don't gain anything from this. But to know that you all are being blessed, to know that you all are smiling. Um, lady, <laughs> lady Williams got, got her eyeshadow in the mail, I think, July and Angie got with too. She was playing with the eyeshadow of a one eye. She's so silly. She, she was playing with the eyeshadow. Elaine get her because she, she had one whole eye y'all just talking about <laughs> so when i tell y'all you know the lord has brought her a long way he has brought her a long way that her smile has came back and she go put on there my sisters got me out here looking like this i guess they are the boss i was like it's so easy to surrender She's talking about being It was like, you know, so at least like, girl, get the braids. Like i got time to play with you. So again, you know, I think Elaine told her she was beautiful, baby, because if she wear really the eat to lie, she wear them earrings too, baby, honey. She'd be on the top But we are Nicole, thank you. She showed up. Um again, thank everybody for being here. Ash got her hair braided. I fussed out of you see her here, Angie. And girl she's so crazy because she took her she just got it branded like two weeks ago and she's like i ain't like how it looks." so she took it down and got it redone again last night so <laughs> so she, But look if you don't look if you don't look good to you how do you expect anybody else to look good and we can be looking at it and be like but it look okay if it don't look good to you it don't matter what nobody say baby it gotta look good to you you understand me When I tell y'all determination to lie, was standing at the DMV and she was like, I ain't leaving this line." And poor baby was (laughs) standing outside. That's determination. We have to have that same determination for everything we want done in life. If you even got to stand in a line, stand in that line and wait for God to just manifest it and do what he do because the outcome of it is she got to pretty little old car. You understand me? So, you know, me, the mama, high ride, high the gas mileage. <laughs> I, love it. I love all of that. You know, so again, I bless God, um, even for the changes that are steadily being made. Um, somebody keep reminding me I got to order the mothers Day t-shirt, t-shirts. Cause, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will not get fussed at again about a t-shirt. You hear me? I ain't got that t-shirt. It's like, oh my god. So again, thank everybody. I love each and every one of you all. I promise I do. Um, thanks for starting on Time to when well, I tell y'all that video ran out. It ran out just at 11 o'clock. The slide started. So I again, mean, she say we got five minutes. Don't throw me no $5 sign. This ain't what's love got to do with it. If y'all wrote that movie, what's love got to do with it? And he was like, boom, boo.
2: <laughs> He's doing
1: this. So, you know, um call me for like five minutes, baby, before you go back to sleep and let's see where we are. Um oh, yeah, and if she said if you all wanted something printed, she will have the directory sometime this week so that if you want a copy of it, of the directory, um, let's start putting our printer to use. And that's what she said. This is ours, you know. So um, again, thank you all for the, for the purchase of the book. I'm excited. The second book will be out before the end of the year. The journal will be out before the end of the year. Our bookmarks is on the way. We, I'm excited. You know, we got, oh, we have bags that are coming. Um, Miss Elaine is looking in our bag. We got tote bags coming. If, if they will be black with our green logo on them. But we going somewhere. We doing something. I don't care if it ain't for three or four of us. We going somewhere. We doing something. God is doing something within us because so it's to see you all grow is what's important to me and I'm seeing and watching you all mature in front of my very face so um I love you all let's stay fabulous, let's stay pretty as we are, like remember again, today is the best day of your life oh Elaine got a question, come on Elaine, we got a few minutes I'm mute. I'm mute yourself, baby. I'm sorry. It's it's not a question. It's as when you were talking about being a blessing to one another and the Lord hit me. Mother's Day, and I'm going to be transparent if you don't mind. Mother's Day, we weren't in a good place, you and I. But Mother's Day, I reached out to mothers and wished them happy Mother's Day. I struggled. I struggled with sending you a Mother's Day. But besides sending you a Mother's Day, the Lord say, bless her. And me and Jesus struggle. I struggle. Because I'm like, no. When I want to stand my ground, I want to stand my ground. He say, struggle. And I I I didn't know what was going on in your life or anything like that. He just said, do it. Maybe about 15 minutes or so, you reached back and you said, thank you. You know, you were going through some things or whatever like that. But it hit me when you got to talking. We never know what people are going through. But when that voice comes and tell you to move, move on it. And Lord Jesus, I'm, 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 I'm going to be through just in a second. But let me tell you, just, just real quick. Me and my baby lived in Michigan four years by ourselves without the rest of our family. Let me tell y'all something. We ain't go hungry not one day. We didn't go without without one day. God supplied every, all through sickness, through whatever. And as you were talking and saying, when you bless somebody, you ain't got to look for it. You ain't got to wait for it because it's already there in advance. Now, God already got you. He just want to see what you're going to do. Like you said, them purses. I'm guilty. You said, Pastor Boy, he said, don't go to the back. Go to the front. You'll give somebody your best. And I just, I just had to put that out there to let people know as we talk, you know, as we say, when she say we were in, her and I were in a bad place, yes, may. I'm not talking May 1990. I'm talking about May 2020. so don't you tell me nobody can't tell me that God can't change, God can't fix stuff. And I just I just I just, needed to, I just needed to share that, you know to let, to let people see that we two people right here did get along, didn't talk, but God, thank you. Well, come on, faith. That is, um, my heart is full, and it's not of sadness, because again, when you look at what God is doing, it's not me. And people can say, "I knew you when," but you don't know me now. My last husband said to me, "He said, baby, can I ask you something?" I said, "Yeah." He said, why do you always see the good in everybody? And I said, because I will see the good until they show me something different because everybody else always sees the bad in them. I know we are going over to live, it's only for a couple of seconds, but it's always because everybody always sees the bad. So somebody has to see the good in somebody, you know? And so he said, well, if everything is, I used to be like this or I used to be like that, he said, why are we having this conversation? And I was like, wow. Sometimes, you know, it's the words that will help us to get through where we got to be at for the next phase in life. I cannot run SCU without you all. I can't. Everybody is needed in one form, fashion or another way. Like everybody is needed. Ashley will in a minute say, what you eat today? Because everybody knows, I mean, I, I barely eat. I eat, but I barely like, hey. And I be like, oh, why am I so heavy? Because I barely eat. That's because I, I don't eat right. Ain't going to need any line. I need to eat because I've been having this banana sitting here for about almost two hours now. And I took my medicine already and didn't eat. So, you know, this is where I'm fussing, even at my own self. Understand and realize that you thank you, Elaine. That meant a lot. Again, it's about the transparency, but it's about the growth. It is so about the growth. And when you can move out of your own way, there's that glove you can. When you can move out of your own way and allow God to do, I'm telling you, He does something. And, and then here's the thing, and we really out of here. Even when you still try to do good, I'm going to the book now. Even when you still try to do good, somebody will always have something to say. There was a scripture that bags that up. That when we choose to do good, evil's present on every never care. And that's why they say, don't let your good be ill spoken of. That's in the book, read it, it's in there. So even though we, yes, we try to do good, oh, baby, there's some there's some words being floated about SCU, who told her to do this and who told her to do that? And there was a time in my life where I would have towered down I said, well, maybe they're right. But God said, not so in this season of my life. 25 years manifesting, baby. And it's been, don't say you want to be like me. Don't do that. Because you would do more damage to yourself. I even have those that say, Carolyn, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you're doing it because if it was me, out and I took myself up out of here to have
2: went through what you were going through. Where the hell are you It's
1: not easy, but I cannot come before you all and I give you my best. I won't do it. I'll never do it. They don't say I don't cry. It don't say, you know, I'm being weak. I'll never do it. Now. So collectively, I thank you all. But as we stay in locked arms, they said, the Bible says a three string cord is not easily broken. But so I have some that's standing with me. And I mean, when I tell you all, they are, they encourage me, they lift me up. These are our private one on one talks that we have. So from my heart to everybody else's, I love you. Despite what said, saying, I love you. I appreciate each and every one because again, it's a sacrifice. When you have to take out an hour and a half of your time to listen to little me. But I tell you, when I have to put myself in a place that God speaks to me, it's not that I'm just speaking to you all because he had to deal with me first before I could deal and come to everybody else. So you all know I said in the beginning, when we get these lessons, these are lessons that God gives me in the morning time. So again, it's appreciated. It's never, ever, ever taken for granted. It's not just about me because I do listen. I promise you all, I listen. I listen to ideas. Thank you, tonight. I listen to ideas. And I take them at hand. I really, really do. Ask everybody. They'll tell you, well, Carol, what do you suggest? What do do you think about this suggestion? Never, ever do I take for granted till I get that. I never, ever take for granted something. Never, ever do I take it for thanks. I never ever take it for granted. So again, I'm appreciative. Desiree and I are still getting on the road. I just don't i don't know when I'm ready to travel. I ain't gone nowhere yet. God won't release me to move yet. So again, um, thank you all. I got a lot of homework to get done. I thought I was saving my homework, y'all, and I don't know where it went. So when my assistant called me this morning, she said, you okay? I said, I'm kind of frustrated because I did this work and I can't find it. So I'm waiting on the school to come back to me and say, hey, you, your, your homework is right here. So. I got to keep going for it. And again, we're dealing with healing memories. Angie, we're dealing with healing memories. Talai, thank you all. Appreciate you. Um, Talai called me for about five minutes. Lane, me and you, um, let's see what Big Chris is at.
2: And then, because
1: um, if not, then run on and that. But is working on it. So if we can get two of them, I, w- I would like to have two. So let's see what we got going on. Um, Phyllis, me, you, and Elaine will meet probably tomorrow. I'll do a quick Zoom. Um, me, you, Angie, and um, Talia will meet on probably Tuesday for about maybe 15, 20 minutes, because we need to get these forms created. We need to get them created, and we need to get a registration form created, and there's something else to allow for that baby what I say we need it Um, but I know those registration forms. And then um, I wanna sit down with my board. I wanna sit down with my board because I wanna start planning because we can come up on a year. And I want us all to be in the same place so that we can celebrate SCU's existence for a year. And I want it to be done over a weekend. So we wanna start saving for that. So, Phyllis, you and Elaine, kind of get together, and Angie, you all get together and um, come up with somewhere. Um, July is our second. Um, again, is it um, this week? July will not be reachable Friday at all. She says she comes the 25th. Is it next week? It's next week. Next week? OK, next week, July will not be reachable. <laughs> I'm sending her little rump away. She, she said, I will still be there. I can't make her not come. I really can't. But I tell y'all, that's love and dedication. That's love and dedication. So um, she will be. I think it's a Monday for her. Yeah, it is Monday the 28th. I just looked at it. So she'll be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well, anyway, them days for her birthday because it's going to be her birthday. And we're celebrating her birthday in advance. Yeah, so we're sending her away. Um, so that she can get it. And I tell y'all, y'all time coming, but let's think of, I want you all to get, we all to get together and powwow um, and we'll see what state we'll go to. And let's have a blast. The 28th through the 30th, thank you, baby. Um, So let's see what we all gonna meet up and I want everybody here. Um, Let's get it to a place that's nice, but not overly expensive. And then we can start saving for it now. Like I said, SCU has its own cash shop, so we can start putting it up and putting it there. Um, Elaine and I both used to work at the bank, so she'll be keeping record um, of what's in that cash shop. And so between her and Phyllis, they'll be keeping record of what, you know, what somebody wants to pay until their trip saved up, so we need to know what a deposit Angie will be. But like I said, let's talk about all that Tuesday, because um, it's better for us to start working on it now than to not work on it at all. So I think we got until April of next year. Is that right Phil? Okay. So we got October, November, December, January, February, March, April. We got seven months. We got seven months. So let's let's jump off into that. Um, I wanna go somewhere fun, y'all. I wanna go somewhere that's exciting. Um, Hey, here's a hint. Let's go to Sandals. (laughs) Those beaches are wonderful, and then the hotels—you can see the floor. Lane, I want a butler coming to serve me. I don't know about nobody else, baby. <laughs> to lie and Angie be on some old other stuff—they need their own personal rooms. <laughs> if they need their own rooms, <laughs> hey get that. We put that mother and daughter in a room together. I'm just, I'm just Y'all yeah, know we got to laugh. We got to laugh at us. <laughs> we ain't going to Arkansas either. So we ain't going to Hot Springs. Ashley, we ain't even coming in them them parts. Boo, y'all. Boom. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You know, hey, we may want to go to New York. We may want to go hang out in Cali for a little bit. You know, that may be fun. Let's go to Cali. Let's see what they got going on in Cali. And um, hey, just a matter matter hopping on the plane, doing what they do. So it's allowed, you know, so she can go and check it out. I've never been to California. Everybody else right here, but I never been so. We want, we want, hey, let's us. And I ain't driving, y'all. I'm flying. You hear me? But one thing about my sister, she gonna make sure we rolling. <laughs> I'm trying to. We, we had an experience. Yeah, me and her laugh about it. Now we won't get stuck like that no more <laughs> without our old transportation. I'm trying to tell y'all, we'll be like to loud that scooter, <laughs> scooting, scooting all around Cali Lane. <laughs> We are not doing that. <laughs> so we need got to play the um video to live baby. We good. That's um we are out of this piece. I will see July in about two seconds. And then um call me and let's do what we gotta do. Um we ain't come oh, oh Nicole said she was born in Cali, so there it is. Um we uh we we good to go. Well my assistance is on point. I love y'all. Personal joke, whatever. Um, July can't can catch, catch, catch me a few minutes. Class is tomorrow. But get out of your own way. It's still not too late. I will scholarship one person that wants to be there. Let us be a support. And the $25 covers all three days. And we get a certificate when we're done and completed with And I am now, again, look, certified life coach. I have papers behind what I do now. So, yay, let's go And She's doing an excellent job with the class. Excellent, excellent job. And it's growing. When you get out of your own way, when you can see what's ahead, sometimes God will give us a sneak peek. And I say, don't worry about it, baby, because if you don't have the one person, that's all you need. And now she got about six or seven. And I mean, it'd be interesting too, because we have our cameras on and we're interacting. I'm telling you, and she'd be writing to y'all. Talia's a good teacher. If y'all haven't said in her class, she's a good teacher. I'm when I'm in, listen, when I'm on her platform, I'm her student. I'm not her covering. I am her student. Let me say that again, y'all catch that. I am her student. huh? She respects me as such. And Dr. Peck said that yesterday that he told him, my Mother, you know, I no, he said she told him in the spirit, you're my daddy, you're my spiritual father. And you gotta you gotta know that word. That's a whole nother subject. Okay, we out of here. Um, love you all till I give me five 10 minutes, baby, and we're good. Lane, Angie, Phil, and till I will all come together tomorrow. I'll let y'all know the time,
2: and then we're good to go. okay? Love y'all. There we go.